Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost. Hey. Jessica Delisle. Hi. I will. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a beer and I've had a half of a beer. And I didn't eat dinner, so it's the perfect thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoa-oh. We have a special guest for you guys tonight. Uh, we were fast friends. Mm-hmm. The first time we met, you were on the podcast within a few seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met like three days ago. Yeah. And I was like, hi, huge fan. Love your podcast. And I was like, great. Do you want to be honest? Yep. Absolutely. Hard to find guests. <laughs> um, she has her own podcast. It's called Secret Feminist Agenda. Her name is Hannah McGregor, and we are so happy to have her here tonight. She also brought us chocolate, which is amazing. Future guests. Yay! <laughs> Welcome oh. to the Bird Kurt. Hi, thanks. Thank thanks. You I'm so excited. Chocolate. So excited. Chocolate's really Long-time good. Fan. Chocolate's so good. So tell us about how you became a fan. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the first time you tried chocolate? Yeah. Oh, do, oh no. Do you I remember don't? the first time you tried our podcast? I do remember the first time I tried your podcast. I found your podcast through Stop Podcasting Yourself. Never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. I And I didn't start listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself until I moved to Vancouver. Yeah. Which was like two-ish years ago. The way you can get ago. in. Yeah, I don't think it's available outside of Vancouver. No. Um, so I moved to Vancouver and I was like, this city seems dumb and everybody here seems horrible. And yeah. no one's check, funny. Check, check. Um, and so I started trying to do things that would make me like Vancouver. And that was one of my attempts. Um, and then I... <laughs> attempts. <laughs> attempts. <laughs> Jury's out on how I feel about Vancouver, but I enjoyed sub podcasting yourself. But Alicia, you were on it. And I was like, she's funny. I would like to hear more of her being funny. It is and a wonderful podcast. I really prefer podcasts that are hosted by women. But Dave and Graham are close They're second. Delightful. They are delightful humans. I'm particularly a fan of Graham. He just seems like a really, really nice person. One hundred percent. I can tolerate podcasts hosted by men. <laughs> I if they you were are say being, Dave. I can tolerate Dave. <laughs> I met Dave for the first time at the podcast festival this weekend. He didn't make eye contact. Um, he's a shy person. That's he's also the case nice. With a lot of he podcasters nice. who you meet IRL. Um, yeah, I can tolerate podcasts by men when they are entertaining me. Right. But if they try to <laughs> teach me anything, Mm-mm. I get mad because they need to know their place. Stop right. podcasting yourself will never try to teach you anything. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, we're fine me. with it. Okay, and so cool. would Dave and Graham. <laughs> I think uh, both of them are very good people. Uh, we know them both quite well. They and seem like real soft boys. <laughs> they understand the world. Good. Yeah. And that it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100 percent and it's horrors you can trust them they know that the world is a vampire yeah. oh set to dre exactly oh. yeah secret <laughs> desires etc god there are more words to that song yeah oh, i um recently got uh melancholy and the infinite sadness double disc uh cd found it on the sidewalk <laughs> And it's been like on rotation nonstop in our in your car. car. Yeah. yeah. And oh. so no more Madonna? No. Well, Madonna's actually okay. back on right now. Okay. We've been sort of alternating it. Like when we need to get a bit heavy, like yeah. when it's raining, we'll put on Smashing Pumpkins. Do you like I feel like the current political hellscape through which we are living actually makes the late 90s, early 2000s sad music of my youth just fit really perfectly. So relevant. Yeah. Like yeah. moist has never been a more <laughs> significant artist. I was going to say I'm Alanis more sad a little bit. Um, well, I have a thing for Alanis. Yeah. In yeah, that yeah, yeah, you don't sure. like her. Well, oh, that's um, a thing against, not for. Um, No, I like her. Mm hmm. What happened in the late 90s, like mid to late 90s, was there was a lot of incredible female artists, female vocalists, female singer-songwriters that were largely ignored by the cis white male population, except Alanis. Why? I, I mean, don't... I know why the others were ignored. Why was she? Why did she get a pass? Because <laughs> her hair was so long. She, I don't know why. I think that her music just—I think her music was well received by a lot of different people. Okay. So it would just so be like, hey, there's a lot of like really incredible female performers right now, and you know, it's the beginning of Lilith Fair, and that movement was very yeah. strong. And they're like, I just like Alanis Morissette. I want a banger. I guess. I don't feel that way. <laughs> you don't want to bang Alanis Morissette? I mean, I maybe like. No, I'm not talking about you. Go shopping with her. I'm talking about this guy I had a crush on that was annoying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds you. terrible and also wrong. Yeah. Sounds like he's wrong. Um, here's he my claim, claim to fame. 
It's not a claim to fame. Uh, You're very famous. Alanis Morissette is from Ottawa. And uh-huh. the first place she ever took music lessons was my parents' music school. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That is. Yep. Shout out to the now bankrupt Ottawa Folklore Center. Oh. RIP. <laughs> yeah, I think that she's very talented and I think she's done lots of great stuff. But I, at that time, I couldn't appreciate it because I was like, haven't you heard of X person? It's entirely legitimate to hate things for irrational reasons. I'm really on board. I didn't think it was irrational. Um, <laughs> but I see. Your, I mean, sorry. Let me reword that. That's point. a really rational reason to hate something. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. You guys finish the podcast so without me. Awkward. It's funny because like, I need people to tell me when I'm being irrational. It happens. It's it's a good uh, skill to have in a friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah. I never thought I would be so happy to have something that I lived through come back so quickly. Mm-hmm. But I guess everything goes in 20 year cycles. Like the 70s were cool in the 90s. The 90s are cool now. Yeah. Um, but like the fashion at first, you know, I was like, oh, all these like club kids are wearing cut off shorts and big T-shirts with smiley faces on them and like uh, floral Doc Martens. And I was like, oh, sort of like begrudgingly accepting it. But now I'm like full on. I love it. It's great. It's the best. I just want to wear crushed velvet and black chokers all the time. Yes. You were talking about getting a couch earlier and maybe a velvet one. And I was like, please get a crushed velvet. I purchased myself a crushed velour dress for the (gasps) holiday season. Oh, you're going to look amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be really good. (sighs) I am a big fan of velvet. I think there's lots. There's a good fashion in every generation. And I think some of the great stuff has come back. Yeah, they hopefully don't bring Back the bad dogs. stuff. Yeah. Dogs? Dogs are <laughs> dogs great. Dogs are, are great in fashion. Dogs. I said dogs. What? I said doxing. What are the real duds of the 90s? What do you wish hadn't come back? I think there's some nice like sort of creepers and platforms that came back. Mm-hmm. But there's some real shitty looking ones that came back too. Yes. That are just not practical. And as a person who made it through the 90s on many a platform boot, uh, who now has to like consider footwear more seriously... Um, I don't know. Shitty shoes are just the thing I can't tolerate. Yeah. Crappily made shoes upset me. And it's all that young people can afford is I, like the crappy version of stuff. It's so, so true. Then they're, they fuck up their feet forever. I was yep. really excited that platforms came back because when they came around the first time, my mom never let me get any. And I'm five foot nothing. So platforms could have really helped me out. Platforms are great shoes. Um, they just should be well made. Also, yeah. the puffer coat. I can't do it again. No, puffer coats are very ugly. But I like ugly things. Like I Puffer appreciate... coats are also like they're useful yeah. things too, but yeah. usually they're not well made so they're not actually warm. No, that's a true story. So you'll that's never really story. use them. I like, I saw a really amazing uh, photo of somebody in like a $5,000 designer puffer coat that was like... <gasps> the giant one? The giant one that was like a sleeping bag with just <laughs> yeah. two slits for your arms to come out. Yeah. It's so ugly. It just filled me with joy. I had like a lot of puffer stuff too. Like I've, I've yeah. lived it. And that's it. I will not live. No, but puffer scarf, like a huge scarf scarf. that had two zippers you put your hands into. That's a real combination muffler. I put that boyfriend through so much (laughs) that I, but he is, you know, like I just wore a lot of puffy things where he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm here in my scarf somewhere. I wore massive scarves for a long time, like not the Lenny Kravitz scarf, but mm-hmm. I had my own version of that going for quite some time. Uh, I mean, I think it's a good look. I think a big scarf is uh, evergreen. Right now, I work in an office that's about like 90% women um, and everyone has a big scarf and they wear it all day long because yeah. it's freezing. Yeah, I love a giant scarf. I acquired for myself this is on the topic of office wear for your over air conditioned office my over air conditioned office office wear is a cardigan that i purchased for myself at the harry potter studio tour outside of london it is are you ready for how cool i'm gonna sound it's a reproduction of the cardigan that neville longbottom is wearing at the battle of hogwarts it was called the Neville Longbottom battle cardigan. And I was like, that's a thing a professor wears in their office. You are really cool. How much did that cost? Really cool. Too many dollars. I want to know. A stupid, I think it cost 80 pounds. You okay, paid for it a in, lot. in gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it in was. Quidditch, whatever. It was 14 sickles and three <laughs> butter knuts. Is it butterbeer? You just handed over the golden snitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, that's this is worth 150 points. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what the conversion is. You just rate have to is. score some points to just, get. It's a prize. 
Yeah, it's a oh, trophy. Okay. The sweater is oh. a trophy. This is that explains how I got it. Yeah, by, by Broomcraft, like a test of valor as well. <laughs> I keep a blanket at my office when it gets cold. Yeah, so people come in and I'm the oldest people. Oldest people. You're the oldest. You're people. a million oldest. different people from one day to the next. Yeah. Let's be fair. <laughs> so I, they walk in and I'll have like a plaid wool blanket over just over my knees. Oh, like a uh, like a FDR. person that's in a yeah <laughs> in a chair. <laughs> <sighs> it get cold down there, oh, especially so yeah, from the waist down. It's do you have a wheelie chair? <laughs> I have wheels on my chair. Have you ever had your blanket on your lap and then you've wheeled somewhere and you've gotten your blanket caught under? One hundred percent. Cool. I did yeah. that with my scarf today. Yeah, with your scarf. Yeah, it's a Long very big scarf. Also, always covered in cookie crumbs. <laughs> and I am a like a, not. A, a, I am a manager, so I'm like oh. I'm like I think this should happen. Then I look down, covered in cookie crumbs. <laughs> Reminds me of my grandpa. <laughs> I am a grandpa. Yeah, that's great. My grandpa's that's great. cool. Do you ever awesome. wish you could have a beard so you could keep food in it? Uh, no, but I am a person who has uh, the the uh, wild uh, chin hair here and there, so could happen. I've Can't got keep- a big merkin, so I just keep food down there. <laughs> it's not food. <laughs> it's food. It's- <laughs> Depending on how you look on it, it's, for me, it's food. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's going to eat it at some point, it's food. <laughs> oh, Zango, Zango, Bongo, Bingo. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a new guy. That's slut- it's Slutty Grandma, obviously. <laughs> hey, Slutty Grandma. Man, that could be me. <laughs> I mean, if you play your cards right. <laughs> Zango, Zango, Bingo, Bongo. <laughs> I'm a slutty. I'm a slutty nana. <laughs> Sounds really yeah. cute. If you play your cribbage right, yeah. Oh yeah, I got friends who put love that playing in, in me. Put that in me. <laughs> put the put the peg in this hole. Yeah, you know what I mean, right, Barry? Barry. I don't know. Yeah. So this is a podcast where we complain about stuff that happens in jobs that we had or when we're trying to buy a thing. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> tell us a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. I used to work at an unnamed large chain bookstore Perfect. in Canada. Thank Who knows you. which one? It's hard to say. We have so many. Yes. <laughs> and it was my Stanley's. F- it was my first Baba Gertrude's. Guy. Star Gertrude's Wars store. Books. You worked at Gertrude's I mean, Books. Oh, oh man, yep. that place is amazing. I, I love hours how, there. Yeah, so many books. No, it's bad. We have to say that it's bad because I'm about to do a bad thing. No. So okay, when I started, it was my first job straight out of high school, and. Um, my parents owned a retail business, so I grew up in retail. Like it was my whole life, so I had very strong opinions about how retail could be done correctly. Just many <laughs> strong opinions about retail and the fact that like working a retail job was like a noble and honorable. Sure, how are your parents doing now? No, that's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, I was right about capitalism. It makes people happy. Um, That's my favorite. Nothing bad about it at all. (laughs) I do like money a lot, though. That's fucking great. So good. Uh, So I really like. I came into this job not like some disillusioned eighteen-year-old who was like, "Fuck this job," but like. I'm going to do a really good job. And when I first started there, you were really disillusioned. (laughs) I was very quickly. So super disillusioned. But so the first year that I worked there, it was actually really great. We had this incredible manager who was a tiny lesbian Buddhist nun and also the manager of this bookstore. Oh, hell yeah. She was so good. And she found the, like, all of the staff at that point were like mostly university students or like unemployed poets or both. I mean, not unemployed because they worked at this store, but you know but what I mean. unemployed yeah. as poets. At unemployed as poets. I don't know what it means to be employed as a poet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we like loved books and we're very excited to be working there and we're very excited to talk about books with each other. And we were like allowed to order books into our own section so that we could like help shape what that department was like and oh. like, hand sell stuff we were really passionate about. And it was actually a pretty cool job. And then they fired the awesome tiny lesbian manager and headhunted a manager in from Ikea Oof. and told all of the staff that like we had to stop thinking of it as a bookstore because it was a lifestyle destination right and all they, the throw blankets and scented just candles that was the year that like it became a candle store with accidental books that's when i stopped um, shopping there it like it's bad that's when now. i started it's <laughs> i it's mean her favorite store. okay i go in for reading socks obviously yeah and i go in Is that a thing yeah for sure reading socks 
Yeah. Because when your brain's thinking your feet get cold. Uh-huh. Precisely. <laughs> can only have enough blood for one brain. I, and the other brain the other we all know is in our feet. feet. Yeah. I have yeah, a brain my, in each I went toe. to a holistic nutrition school. I got this. Okay. So each of your tiny toe brains. <laughs> I have six of them. Gets. Each of them has a weird hard hat. <laughs> you said you have one in each toe. Six. And then you said you have six of them. Yeah. Too. All six toes. <laughs> Three on each. They're what? quite wide, though. They're, they're really good. They're like like a little frog feet. I've got, yes. <laughs> Just one one big one there, and then another big one, and then a third big one. That's all you need. Just, yeah. three, big, just three big boys. Yeah, that's why I don't wear sandals. Well, or why you should wear extra sandals. Yeah, extra I have sandals. to wear extra sandals. I wear three. <laughs> Double flip-flops. Three tiny sandals on the three you toes. a lot. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Really I'm sorry. So, Ikea. <laughs> so, anyway, so... They changed their job title to customer experience representative. Oh, no. It was very upsetting for all of us who were young and believed in truth and light and justice in books. And so as a form of uh, protest to the new management, we all started stealing a lot like what? Uh, yeah, books. man. Books. You had to save them. We stole books because the books were good and pure and deserved to be elsewhere. And they figured out pretty quickly that we were all stealing books and they brought in a loss prevention expert to oh. put us liberating the books. We were liberating the books, precisely. We were staging radical anti capitalist protests from within. Your bags. Our that you were sneaking out at the bags. end of the day. And so they put all of these measures in place to prevent theft, including these policies about like at the beginning and end of your shift, uh, the security guard looked through your bag to yeah. see if you had any books in there so that they would make sure like any books that you left were books you had brought in. And so then we set up systems where we would like meet each other on days when we weren't working so you could take books out on your lunch break when people weren't checking. Oh, like, I love how organized we, you are. The more intense they got about it, the more intense we got about it yeah and they put security cameras in the uh staff room and so we would like change in the closet in the staff room and then also use that like it was out of control and it was like the store-wide tiny rebellion and right before i left i had been promoted to um head thief (laughs) Dead thief, precisely. <laughs> I was the head of the gang. I got a new balaclava. It was very exciting. Full body balaclava. Yeah. <laughs> that would look really cool. It just had like a, it was like a tank hand. top here. I really thought you were gonna say it just has little holes for your breasts. <laughs> so it's just like all you can see is like your mouth and your eyes and your nipples. Wow. I could never imagine something with like I would never put myself in something with so little support. I don't know how much support a full body balaclava would have. Not much. It's gonna be like one of those so stretchy. So stretchy. It's going to be like one of those things that has like no underwire, but so much support. <laughs> oh, Never heard of it. Yeah. Is that a thing? I Apparently it, they show me ads for it on Instagram I know, every day. I know. <gasps> Instagram wants I know me to believe in magic bras. And I, bought, yeah. I know friend, someone, one of our friends bought one and I keep kind of hinting like, so how are those working out? Like, Let me try like, on oh, your underwear. <laughs> they're okay. And I'm like, okay enough for me to buy them. It's like two for $80. I hate no. my. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yep. Yep. <laughs> What if you guys so you got like, promoted? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I got a promotion somehow. Right before you left? Right before I left. Um, I'll tell you the situations of my departure. So they had asked me to, um, as a condition of my promotion to head of my department, the condition was that I had to agree that I was going to be on the management side and was going to mm-hmm. use my position to like... Be a narc. Be a narc and like encourage morale in the rest of the staff which you can't do that while being a narc it's really hard to say it's just like (laughs) whatever people complain about the company make sure that you make a point of being like actually it's great and we're all (laughs) really lucky to work here and i was like oh geez not sure about this so here's what i did right before leaving it's not a magical i wish that it was just some incredible as i'm telling the story i'm like i wish i had set a hundred books on fire i didn't (laughs) at all because i am afraid to actually Burton Bridges or books. Yeah, books are good and deserve to be freed. So a publisher was giving a like day, a promotion day where all of the staff who attended would get a pile of free books. And my manager would not give me the day off to attend this event because I had to work. And so I called in sick and then went 
where all of the management of my store was also <laughs> attending. And so we're aware I had just phoned them 20 minutes earlier and told them I was sick. That's great. And then showed up and stayed for this full day event and got like 15 free books. Amazing. And then the next day went in with my letter of resignation. They That's... still put me on probation for my last two weeks. What? Yeah, they were real mad at me. That's great, though. Yeah. You're all about those free books. I mean, so you do to love this day, books. I love books really profoundly. And all of my former belief in retail has been shattered. Sorry, sorry, retail. Thought you were so pure once. You well, don't owe it's them weird, like, an apology. When that major Gertrude's decided to <laughs> change. Yeah. It's weird. Like, sometimes I go in there to find something, but then I leave with, like, nothing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't. The staff there is very helpful. Yeah. But the store is very confusing. I mean. And there's a lot of crap and I get distracted. Their business model is significantly more successful than the standard bookstore business model. Like, it works. They're currently expanding into the U.S. Like, it's a successful model because people, for the most part, are interested in books as a lifestyle accessory. They like purchasing books as gifts. They like be the idea of being the kind of people who buy books and so are more likely to go into a bookstore and then impulse purchase a scented candle. Like it's just a smart way to actually keep your bookstore in business. The candles are so strongly scented though. They're very strongly scented, but I'm a fan. Well, I have they, two kitty litters in my apartment. I got uh, really into scented the candles. The volume spot will take care of that. They're strong. Yeah. I mean, I just want to kill my sense of smell over time. That's my goal. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I have a retail dream. Oh, wow. So last week I was talking about how my friend came over and gave me like a manicure. And it was amazing because I didn't have to go out and experience the world. So luxurious. I know. I feel quite fancy. Um, Except I, I also, my nails have been growing so quickly that I had to go purchase like a little uh, touch-up glitter oh. to fill the gap. And I sent a photo to my friend and she says, I've never seen anyone's nails grow so quickly. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh, you were going to say you had to go get tiny cages for them? Tiny cages. <laughs> just like little tiny, just yeah. little cages. Well, I got brains in here too. So fast. Um, <laughs> explains it. I experienced something similar this week, just a couple nights ago. A friend who shall remain nameless came over and she had an entire bag full of makeup and another huge bag full of clothes. The outfit I am wearing today, this sort of like business romper is from her. The eyeshadow I'm wearing today, which matches. It's such good eyeshadow. I noticed it right away. She really gave me too. a few hundred dollars worth of makeup and clothes. And the reason why she's going to remain nameless is because she you says, didn't ask. she's like, I have a low key shopping addiction and you're helping me right now. And I was like, this is my dream come true because it was it's all like very high quality stuff that I, you know, see people talking about on the Internet. And I'm like, maybe one day I'll like work up my confidence and go to Sephora. But no, I won't <laughs> like so she just made my dreams come true. And I kept being like, please let me give you money for this. Please, 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 please. And she was like, no, no, you're helping me. And I was like, but you're helping me. And we're both like mad at each other. But we like like each other a, a true lot. friendship yeah she's a, a good lady um it's also been like a really busy week we just did the live podcast i looked after two cats uh it's been just just been busy and like i haven't done laundry in a long time and she just brought over and uh, it all smelled amazing she's like i just cleaned it all and i was like this is amazing it's incredible um, i'm furious and so i i'm just like i don't have to do laundry now i just have like a whole new wardrobe it really suits you too. Yeah. You don't normally wear these things. So yeah. I've never seen you wear something like this. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. You look so modern. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're gonna say macho. I'm so <laughs> macho. Like butch as hell. Macho. You look butch as hell. I'm wearing well, I usually am wearing a skirt, and right now there's fabric between my legs, and it does feel wow. a bit a bit butch, to be honest. <laughs> um but yeah, it's great because all of the stuff she gave me is like solid colors which is so difficult for me to buy because i just want to always buy florals and patterns and yeah like neons and things that don't match with anything so it's perfect like it we suit each other perfectly and even though i have no room left in my closet i'm still like yes i will take it all and i will find a way yeah it's just time to get rid of some stuff that you don't wear as much no i wear it all no you're not using these ceilings yeah it's true the ceiling is the one spot in the apartment that I will never venture onto because it's where the eye goes to rest. The walls are so full. 
I'm, I don't find it at all stressful in here. No, it's good. It's all like everything fits really yeah, well. It's very so it calming. doesn't feel overwhelming because it's all it's like nourishing. Of a piece. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's really well done. <laughs> thank you both. Really admire it. Oh, thank you. Uh, Alicia, do you have oh, a retail nightmare? Do I have a treat for you guys? <laughs> a treat um, to pizza? Uh, sort of. Has it been hiding Same in color. your back pocket, melting this whole time? Same color. Brown? Uh, so what a fun riddle. <laughs> Is it brown? Wait. Last night, my best friend Hank and I were going for a big walk, and we walked from my house to Camby Street, and then we looped around with the plan to stop at the dog store on Main Street to get him a crinkle toy, because our coworker, Tanya, doesn't work with Hank, but my coworker, <laughs> Tanya, not Tanya, Tanya, uh, bought Hank this crinkle ghost for, it was just like a crinkly dog toy with a squeaker in the face. But the rest of the body was plush, and inside that was something that crinkled. And he loved it. He played with it for weeks until it fell apart. And she's like, it was nothing. It was $4. I'm like, well, I never, I always buy him like educational toys that cost $30. Educational toys? Yeah, like things like that. Like so he can learn to spell. Well, <laughs> like it, their engagement. So okay. like he has to get food puzzle, out of them, puzzle, puzzle toys. toys. Yeah. Um, they make whatever. And they just add something to his day because, you know, he's a dog and living in an apartment. Um, so, uh, he has no idea, but I think, okay, he's going to be so tired from this great walk and going to get him a crinkle toy. He's going to be so pleased with it. We walk into to the, the <laughs> store and he loses his mind. I think he's like kind of overwhelmed from the amount of exercise he's been getting and he gets kind of tired like a kid gets tired. Mm-hmm. So he's bouncing, which everyone thinks is hilarious because he's small and he's cute. And I'm just like, shit. And there's a dog getting fitted by a muzzle in one aisle. So I know that that dog wants space. And then Hannibal Lecter's there. (laughs) The woman was great. The dog was great. But I could tell like me going through all the toys and squishing them maybe wasn't the best for them. And Mm -hmm. also the fact that he's getting fitted for a muzzle and he is three times Hank's size. Not the best for us. So I'm kind of leave try to leave the store a couple of times. But a combination of the staff getting really excited because Hank is so funny and he looks like a Muppet and will do dumb things for treats. Uh, we get stopped by another dog and it's the cutest dog. I don't know what it was, but it was a pug mixed with, a, I don't know, a husky. Whoa. I don't know. Husky. You know those? Husky sounds wrong. I did it wrong. A mix with a slow loris. Sounds illegal. Pugski. Pugski. So the dog comes in so cute. And then the, the two dogs, Hank and Weird Dog, get to playing and it just gets funnier and funnier. But I'm getting the sense that the partner is really not into owning a dog. Oh. Like he kind of keeps like distracting the other owner from, (gasps) I just looked up a pug husky mix and it's real and it's beautiful. That just looks like the fattest husky in the world. And I am in love. It was such a cute dog and so sweet. And they were playing and Hank was having a great time. And so was the other dog. And so I decided to go back and look for one more crinkle toy, even though I can't. Like everything that's sort of a crinkle toy is like really expensive and not quite right. So you haven't found a successful crinkle toy yet. And it's at this point. like driving rain outside. Yeah. We're both soaking wet. Oh my God. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I overhear the owner who doesn't seem to be really into having a dog saying like how soaked his iPhone is. And his partner is like, well, just wipe it off. And he's like, no, it's like water got in and he holds up his iPhone and it's like, it's been sitting in a goldfish. <laughs> thing. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then the next thing is she's like, oh my God, Barney's stop pooping. And then <laughs> what? Is Barney's the dog, a dog or the partner? The dog okay. is having a full like soft serve on the floor of the store uh, and then that's when i just knew it was my time to go because no. they were not being proactive we I solved think- the riddle the same color as a treats of pizza <laughs> there you go thank you oh, brown you were right so um i hank has a couple of time peed in in pet stores because like there's that's dog pee already there yeah. and there's no it's not that it's, it's the dog and there's other dog pee yeah. there but this dog just did not up. get the proper walk and they did it. They probably yeah. ignored like dogs do lots of stuff to say like it's time because they don't like their to poo buttholes inside. literally wink at you. Yeah. Like Hank's like becomes yeah. like this blossoming rose. And then <laughs> uh, so brown Play-Doh gets pushed out of the center the of it. The brown rose um, of Cairo. Yeah. So I just love I just left. I was totally like, I can't. Yeah. You guys do not. You're not dog people. You're cat people. You need an animal that shits in a box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's cat people that thought they were dog people. Yeah, you know what? And happens. that was my first thought was like, oh, they 
They you, wanted a cat. Yeah. So I just wanted to go before I saw the like because sometimes people will just leave stuff like that. And I was like, I can't witness that because there's been I've seen in that particular store. They've been retail nightmares before, like so much dog pee because people are assholes and don't say like, hey, my dog just peed mm-hmm. all over a 42 kilo bag of kibble. <laughs> this, is, this is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, so yeah. That's my retail nightmare. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Still looking for that crinkle toy? I work beside a crinkle toy factory, basically. <laughs> like a PetSmart place. Oh, I think yeah. it's PetSmart, but I always go to like kind of local places yep. and mm-hmm. try and yep. buy him like really good quality things. But mm-hmm. wow, for $4. I wonder. I have a friend who makes like handmade pet toys. Cool. And I wonder what you put in them to crinkle. It's probably not good. <laughs> probably okay. carcinogenic. Hmm. Do you have another retail nightmare for us? I'm going to tell you not the one that I was going to tell. I'm going to tell you one that is a segue from the story that you just told about getting clothes from your friends and also about former guests of your podcast and also my podcast, Sonara Geisler, yes, who I love really profoundly. I think we all do. I mean, she's such an incredible human being. She pops up here and there in my life and it's always like, we'll just be passing and we'll be like, Hello. She's one of those. I had read her um, her essay, Toddler Grandma Style, mm-hmm. like way before I moved to Vancouver. And I was following her on Twitter and was like a huge fan and following her on Instagram, obviously, because her Instagram is just like the happiest place on Amazing. earth. Amazing. And I moved to Vancouver and I was like, it would be cool to be friends with Sonera. And then I was like, you can't just be friends with the coolest person you found on social media. That's not how friendship works. You can't just like follow somebody on Instagram and be like, they look cool. I want to be friends with them. Jiggle too. Oh, yeah. So when she was moving, she moved like maybe six months ago. Oh, I know what happened. And the clothing swap thing. The clothing swap. So it, it wasn't a a story that we are telling right now. Oh, sorry. I'm a bit drunk. Good. (laughs) So she, uh, she is a person with like an incredible wardrobe and she was like, I'm not going to move all of my clothes. And so she weeded out like a percentage of her wardrobe, which was enough to fill like three rooms in her former apartment. And then she invited like every fat woman she knows in Vancouver to come and shop her clothes, which is already, it's a fucking nightmare finding clothes for a fat body in Vancouver. She's already done all the work. Because it's illegal to be fat in Vancouver. And so she just has like this stunning curated collection. She's so stylish. So everything she owns is beautiful. Yeah. And it was like, come shop my clothes. Her beautiful, wonderful, charismatic friend Dina Delbuchia was there to serve as like shop assistant oh and God. like nice. help you find stuff and like suggest items and like you try things on and then you're surrounded by all of these like radiant fat women who are like everything looks amazing on everybody and I went home with like 30 things and what? it was like it was like yeah just like whatever money you have just like you know stick some in this jar like you, you know you can pay if you want and when you but put you your don't. hand in the jar you just took money and I just <laughs> took it I just took all of the money out of the jar and 30 items. And at, like almost every day, this came from that clothing swap. It's beautiful. Almost every day I am wearing an article of clothing that I stole That's from so nice. Do you ever bump into her when you're wearing it? Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. That's great. It's like she's yeah. with you always. It's like she's with me always. I love, I love clothing swaps in general really profoundly, but my experience with them has mostly been like... I can get shoes. Yeah. But like or accessories or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like actually having a friend in the city who is the same size as me, who I can like, we can trade clothes. It's fucking transformative. It's the best thing in the world. It's the happiest shopping experience I've ever had. That's I only ever want to buy clothes by stealing them from Sonera. That's not buying. <laughs> You're, You're all about up. stealing. I'm, I'm really all about a, stealing. A trend Just, here. You know, as the saying goes... Be gay and do crimes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. It's a good tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or knuckle, knuckle tats. Be gay. B. How many fingers? Letter B. Careful. Careful. That's going to be revelatory. (laughs) Uh, There's a brain in each of them, too. They all think independently. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's a retail dream. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Such a retail dream. Do you have any more retail nightmares or should we just do acceptable sauces? Because you can come back on. Let's just do acceptable sauces. Yeah, save it. Save it for next time. Can you just sing me the song? (sighs) Uh, Acceptable sauces, acceptable sauces. I need to drink a little bit more of this sauce. Acceptable sauces, acceptable sauces. I'm going to show everyone. 
consistent acceptable sauce? Red wine is definitely Red wine and butter, sauce. I bet, would be good on noodles. Mm, it's like a... No? That's like a sauce. Vegan. Red wine and earth balance. Well, how do you make wine and butter be friends? You, it's the same thing with how you make soy sauce and butter be friends. They just are. You make soy sauce and butter be friends? How do you do it? I make them fuck and then I watch it. <laughs> That's my acceptable sauce. How do you tell me how... So I make a pot of noodles. Great. Drain them. Okay. You want to leave a little bit of that starchy water on, though. You're yeah, not yeah, rinsing yeah. these noodles. Then you throw in, let's say, Earth Balance. Let's yeah. just do the vegan version. Okay. I'd say two tablespoons okay. for just, three cups just, of pasta. Because you're going to eat all get, three cups because you're hungover. Gre- just greasy boys in there. <laughs> real greasy boys. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to add about three tablespoons of soy sauce. Holy shit. And that is the meal. And it is divine. It sounds so good. What it have I been doing It is so good. My and, and my friend Graham Clark nicknamed it Butter Noodles. I mean, because it's not. And Jessica got me a shirt that's butter noodles, which is a beautiful T-shirt. But it is um, my hangover food. Butter or noodles is the favorite dish of children. Uh, a character on Community. Also, uh, one of the people from Insane Clown Posse. I think. Oh gosh, oh, I'm not wow. in, I'm not in great company. Oh wow, the soy no, sauce no, 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 really he, elevates it. I can he assure also you. Does um, sour cream on the noodles? Okay, wow. which oh. I tried one time, and it's not. As good as I would think it would. No, that's rude. I did make some really nice noodles the other day with um, curry, like a pre-ground curry powder, mm-hmm. a lot of sriracha, some chili paste, and some yogurt, fresh basil, and oh. fresh spinach. Oh, it was really good. Oh, that's very fancy. I think yogurt that's is what... an acceptable sauce. <laughs> so my a submission for acceptable sauces is nutritional yeast. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. No kidding. And I know I've been thinking a lot about oh, God. how many vegan sauces are not liquid. Go on. So nutritional yeast, very common vegan sauce. And I'm going to claim that it's a sauce because it turns, when you add it to something, it turns into sort of a paste. Yeah. And it kind of caramelizes. Yeah. Right. When it heats up, it gets a nice. Just it. I don't understand why nutritional yeast is so expensive. Why is mm, I feel you like have you to can grow it on molasses. You have to grow it on Bob's Red Mill. <laughs> Bob's Red Mill. Oh, Ding dong. Um, yeah, I feel like I found it uh, in a place. Nutritional yeast is so good. I, I got to stock up. I got a big never, giant Also never container. goes bad, even though it says it's expired. I mean, it would be impossible to know because I've never. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, a bag of nutritional last yeast that lasted yeah. more than a month. Like it just. On popcorn? On pop- oh, absolutely. With soy on sauce. Popcorn. With soy sauce? And garlic what? powder. What? Whoa. But first, Mixing so oil. many cultures. Yeah. Great. I mean, not butter. No, I definitely not butter. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> Whatever we do, not butter. Yeah. It's ter- terrible for the animals. Um, We've already established on this segment in a previous sure. episode that a dust can be a sauce. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Okay, good. I'm really glad so to hear it. So don't worry. You're in good company. Do you think that an avocado is a sauce. Yes. I think an avocado is a sauce. It turns into salad dressing if you put it in that's a salad. Like, that's really like high end for this segment, but 100%. Is that too fancy? No, anything that's like a one item. Yeah, acceptable that is sauce not a traditional for sure. sauce. I think avocado is totally acceptable. That's what like, like I know it's a fancy thing, but like I I'm like I'm such a dirtbag vegan that 97% of the time what I am eating for lunch is like half a box of some sort of green Usually yeah. arugula because it's the best one. It stays fresh so long spicy. too. It's good, right? Stays it's fresh a, long. That's the it's real a terrible one. smoothie though. The real one. That much. Why would you put it in a smoothie? It's so, I was just it's experimenting. So it was so, a big mistake. So I put it in all the time. I like it. Like baby spinach is. I mean, baby spinach is great, but it goes slimy really fast, and it mm-hmm. also gives you spinach mouth. Mm. What's that? It's when it's like when sort you, of gritty. Yeah, that's it's what. It's like same with the, grapes. Makes the inside of your mouth taste opaque. Oh, very oh, much yeah. so. That's that, a very eloquent like way of putting it. Plane. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that and then like half a block of just straight up tofu that I haven't done anything to. Yeah, just that's like my straight, favorite. Just totally raw. Just totally raw. <laughs> I love it. And then like half an avocado that I've just like scooped out of the of its You say home. you're a dirt bag? And yeah. Like, it sounds and pretty good. Yeah. That's what, like, that's dirt bag vegan food. No, that's, that's how mean. it is. Everything, like, nothing required any preparation. Everything went straight into a container. What about, um, do you have that, like, Bragg's spray? No, it's too fancy. Too fancy? Because <laughs> I don't know why they put it in a spray form when you can get the same thing for the same price much larger. 
Um, it's I, no I think different. it's in spray form just so... So you can aerosolize not, it? Yeah. So you just can so weaponize it. <laughs> yeah. So you can uh, use it to defend yourself against cops. And whenever I say soy sauce, it's always brags in my house. Yeah. Oh, that's really good to know. That's important for the noodle advice. It's so good. I'm going to go home. Noodles, oh, I have done... No, I can't go home and do it. Why not? <laughs> Today at work, someone walked up to me and said, does anybody want a bunch of gluten-free noodles? Because they were trying, like, trying out a new recipe or something in the kitchen. Because they were trying to, they were setting an Alicia trap. Totally. <laughs> well, our company is a <laughs> gluten-free a, company. a net over a doorway. Oh, and anybody want? My coworker who has a dad that I call Gluten Dad <laughs> because he's also celiac. Okay. Uh, but he found out when he was like 60 and I'm just mesmerized by his way that he navigates life. Like he's always accidentally eating gluten burgers. He's oh, a gluten he's dad. Gluten dad. It's hard. It's like you can't teach no. an old dog new tricks. <laughs> so I had five boxes of pasta on my desk and yeah. I just walked away from it. And I was just, I'm a bit tipsy. I'm sobering up. Would love some butter noodle. But you didn't bring them home. No, no, ah! no. Oh. My God, I'm just going to have to walk a dog. Fuck. Go to bed. That's so sad. Okay. So I have done butter noodle with nutritional yeast. Yum. That. It does work. That. I will do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to us to come full circle back to wine being an acceptable sauce. How do you make wine a sauce? Uh, you Okay. Say you're firing up some mushrooms. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Your mm-hmm. favorite kind of mushrooms. Maybe like Whatever. a chef's blend. What? Just like some wild foraged mushrooms. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're wild forest mushrooms. Like just just found for you by Hiromi Goto who just went oh, into yeah. a forest and found some mushrooms. And you make out. And maybe some of them are magic mushrooms. Then you just like are pulling off your own skin and it gets weird. This is I want to write this fan fiction all night. This is all we're doing. Let's do it. I have nothing better to do. I don't have to do laundry now. Um, (laughs) You're frying them up. Like say you're using some oil. Yeah. Because no butter, right? Just put a splash of wine in there. Okay, great. It Great. But it disappears. It doesn't really. If you're doing it on low heat. Low heat. Mm, yeah, okay, you don't need you to mean. make I'm it too steam angry up. for low heat. This is like the secret of all French cooking. It's just like throw wine in there and you got a sauce, baby. Incredible. All drunk moms. Yeah. This is incredible. I love, I've really fucked up acceptable sauces because it's turned into how do you just make a just a quick French style white wine sauce? <laughs> or red. Acceptable sauce. Both would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just thought you were suggesting that I could put butter on noodles and then throw a cup of white of red wine in there. And I, I think mean, it would be still pretty good. Yeah. I'd say. Sounds pretty good. I think it noodles. has to have that sort of earth balancey, yeah, buttery sort of flavor. Yeah. And then put a bit of wine in. I think it would be an acceptable sauce. Well, I don't know I'd say for like, sure. Cook them until they're like a like. I think mushrooms would be a better better yeah because it has that sort of yeah the sponge nature. There's sponge. a bit of an earth balance going on right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I eat a lot of earth balance at work. Yeah, I okay. Dessert earth balance does earth balance Ert. dessert earth dessert balance balance tastes anything like butter because I haven't had butter in a really long time. Kinda. But I eat a lot of earth balance because it's delicious. Like in the way that margarine kind of tastes like butter. Yeah, it tastes like margarine. I'd say it tastes better than margarine. Okay, mm-hmm. somewhere thing, in between. Yeah, butter. I had this conversation with a vegan coworker, and I <laughs> have a theory. I'm like, every family should have a cow, but that's just a pet cow. And every cow, I love cows so much. I want to hug them. They're amazing. <sighs> every cow should be able to nurse their calf until it's done nursing, mm-hmm. and then we take a little bit of milk and make butter with it, and that's it. Cool. <laughs> like, we're not allowed. A, just a not allowed butter. milk anymore. We're just allowed to have butter, and everybody has a pet cow to, to and that that cow is not allowed to mate. Oh. What? I really <laughs> thought you were going to say that cow's not allowed to die. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's like, against the law for cows to die from now on. They would cow. be allowed to hump, but they'd be okay. not allowed to procreate yeah, because no, there's too many cows. No yeah. penetration. No, they could penetrate. They would just wear cow condoms. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. They would be really. Because it's a terrible industry. Big. But it's a really rough industry. Nothing and is, this is. Yeah. This is why I went vegan because I started off being vegetarian and then I was like, it's terrible to be mean to cows because they're beautiful and they're pure. so nice. And then I looked into the dairy industry and I was like, whoops, Uh-oh. it's legal cow rape. It's That's really rough. The turkey turkeys are really bad, too. Yeah. Had we done fancy animals, I would have talked about how much I love chickens because they are the fanciest animals. Well, let's do that. Let's time. do fancy Great. animals. Save it for the or next. you want to do it? So we can save it for the next time. Because I met a chicken the other day. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. you did. Yeah. They're so fancy. Let's do Pup of the Week. Okay, we can Pup do Pup of the Week. Of the week. Yep. This has already been such a great episode. Yes. <laughs> it's um, just too much. Out of the park. Just too much content. 
can tell you you're a professional podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You've done this before. Mm-hmm. At least once. At least one time. <laughs> so as our guest. Your eyeshadow is so shiny. It's well, just really beautiful. It's like your eyelids have turned into mermaids. They Okay. It reminds me of the... Uh, hummingbird feathers oh yes because it's sort of like speaking of fancy animals previous fancy animal yeah um it's sort of like every different color i also you can't see my toenails right now but i got like a mermaid toenail polish on that is also every color um anyway as our guest you go first so who's your puppo great my puppos of the week are my cats oh okay i have two cats their names are al purdy he's named after a canadian poet but his last name has two r's because he's a cat right um and and pancakes oh Um, also named after a canadian also named after a canadian poet (laughs) uh i don't believe in thematic cat names (laughs) just random just what feels right that's great um they are so i've had alperti for five years going on six years he's he's my long-term bud um he is my soulmate. Alperti and I are very, very close. He lets me rest my face tenderly on his belly, Ugh. which is not traditional cat behavior. No, but very sweet. He's very soft and sweet. Pancakes is new. I've had her for about a year now. She was a freshly caught feral when I adopted her who Ooh, didn't like humans to touch or look at her. Vokra special. Vokra special. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pancakes has done such a good job over the past year. She's so comfortable around people now. She's so happy. And lately, the two of them are like, they're figuring it out. They're working. I got pancakes because I thought Al wanted a friend. Wrong, right? I realize now that that was probably incorrect and that he just wanted me to spend more time with him and that oh. I, as a lazy and negligent pet owner, was That's like, have true. another cat. <laughs> uh, no, I was, think it does help. He, I think it does. I, they definitely stimulate each other, keep each other company. But they... Not in that way. They don't I didn't look at Jessica with that, that knowing look. Okay. You just thought I, you, just I did. I just thought I did. Okay. Um, but they have just in the past two weeks gotten to the point where they will both sleep on, on the bed at the same time. Uh-huh. And so I will wake up in the morning and Pancake's preferred sleeping position is between my knees. And Al likes to sleep beside me. But they both press up against me so hard that when I wake up, I physically can't roll over or move because <laughs> it's like that it's like I've been buried in sand except I've been buried in cats Aww. and it's literally the best way to wake up they're so tender and precious and the final thing that I want to say about Al Purdy <laughs> is that this week he and I have extended our relationship <laughs> to a new activity which is wrestling no oh, way I've started, I've started cat after wrestling after five years after five years it's wow. constantly expands what he enjoys doing and the other day he was being real sassy and so I got down on all fours and started chasing him and he got really excited (laughs) and rolled over onto his back and then I tackled him and like wrestled him around a bunch and he was like this is great we're doing this every night he's the weirdest cat (laughs) he sounds like a dog yeah he's a really he's a really dog-like cat so uh, my favorite kinds so they're they're just really good papas and I love them a lot Oh man. It's great. Alicia, who's your papo? My papo's Hank. Um he uh on Monday, Jessica and I went for a walk. And it was my third big walk with him for the day. Uh it was really nice that so many people fought in wars and lost their lives so I could have a day off uh on Monday. And uh that is always very sad. Remembrance Day is always very sad. And then in the afternoon Um, after reading all the sad news and all the dumb things that Donald Trump did, uh, I took Hank on his third really good walk for the day. And Jessica and I got to hang out, which you don't get to hang out very much because we're both super busy. And when Hank got home, he was so pooped. And I realized, like, he just needs so much exercise. It's crazy. Yeah. And so do I. So it's good. That's the kind of thing. When I got Hank, I was like, this would be so great. And then his legs got fucked up. And then it was like a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's so nice that he can do that and like he was okay the next day. But he did this thing right before I left. He didn't know that it was podcast night. And sometimes I bring him to the podcast, but for the listener, it's actually like a super big hassle for Jessica. And it's always stressful because he barks. He's like a good guard dog and then he'll bark at somebody and Jessica get a, in trouble because there's not a lot of dogs here. So 
I was playing with him before I came over, and he carried his ball his entire 45-minute walk, which is adorable. Whoa. When dogs walk around with their toys in their mouths, I fucking die. And he has an orange ball, and he's black, so it looks really good. And it's a ball (laughs) that is kind of woven, so Mm -hmm. he can breathe and hold it, uh, which is super cute. And then we got home, and he's playing, and we're hanging out, and I was looking at Ikea, which is also my puppo. Love Ikea. (laughs) And then he does that. When he decides he wants to wrestle, he just, out of nowhere, came over and he very gingerly bit my arm. <laughs> I love that. It doesn't hurt at I all, love... but he's like, we're playing now. Yeah, Al does that. And he it's starts like to wrestle. Yeah. yeah. He's just really like special dog. And I just bumped into my neighbor, Chris uh, Bowman, past guest. And he, I explained to them, like, Hank has beef with two dogs on the street. And it's because those dogs bark at him. So he barks back at them. He's not like this with all dogs, but there's a dog down the street that barked at him a few times and startled him. And when the dog's not even outside, Hank barks at his house. Hank, no recall, doesn't learn anything. I can't teach him to lay down, does not listen at all, but remembers is so smart. And it's so frustrating because he can't learn new stuff or like normal stuff, but he has he remembers beefs. He knows where things are hidden. He's so smart. He steals stuff all the time. He's just such a funny dog. That's amazing. He's like, the only thing I can remember is who I hate. Yeah, <laughs> which is in alignment with who I am as a person. <laughs> you taught him well. Yeah. Jessica, yeah. who's your puppo? I have two puppos. Um, and they are our guests from the live podcast that we did. <gasps> Amy Grindhouse oh. and Chandelier. So good. Oh, I'm um, such a big fan. Oh, it's so dumb that I missed it. My friend Marshall was there and I arrived just as your show was finishing and he was like, it was so gay. I loved it. It was <laughs> so, maybe our gayest podcast we've ever yeah. done. Um, gay podcast yeah. though. Yeah, that's very high praise. Um, gay is the best thing you can be. So they were both in drag. Previous guests, Anthony, Casey and David Thompson. I know them more by their uh, drag names than their yeah. real names. Um, they were both in drag. They were amazing. We've never done a podcast before with someone in character. And so we were like, let's just do it with both of them. Uh, it was Alicia's idea to have them both in drag. And I fully support it. And it was amazing. I wound up uh, partying with the two of them afterwards. And boy, do those fellas know how to party. I bet. <laughs> It was unlike any other party I've ever been to before. And now I'm like, I just want to hang out with you all the time forever. Um, so that. Can cool. you tell me more? Because I'm not cool and I don't know what a fun party is. I wasn't like. even invited. It was I don't, just. I just like fun parties are just a theoretical thing. Other people It was. Do. It was like we. It was late. It was very late. You and did you dance? Did you go to a dance club and do dance? We went over to a friend you go for lunch with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, oh, same. I want to be in bed at nine. We went over to one of their friends' house and we did drugs and we danced. So <gasps> oh, I overheard you say <laughs> they were talking, uh, and I was like sitting there eating popcorn, and then I overheard a conversation. I was like, "Do you want to do drugs later?" And I was like. They just say that and like see that where the party was happening. <laughs> okay. I do really enjoy recreational drug use and kitchen dance parties. So it was great. That's and it was kind of my scene. I it, just don't like the club. No. Well, is that what we call it still? The club? No. Like I'll see you I, I don't at know. the club? No, no club. Okay. It's too um, many strangers. It was just, hands. it's funny because I've known some of their, their friends like sort of from a distance for a while. And I was always like, I wonder what those people are like, or like what their whole scene is like. And then I was like, Oh, this is what you do all the time. And it's just like very lovely. And you just listen to disco music and it's like quite gentle. <laughs> they are total puppos. They're mega puppos. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Their makeup was beautiful. Their outfits were amazing. You listener can hear the episode. We're going to put it up on the Patreon. Yeah. So uh, five bucks. We'll get that. For you um brilliant it's very funny apparently i haven't listened to it yet i'm very scared but uh don't be it was really good it was very fun the whole podcast festival is a puppo my friend Mm -hmm. marshall's other was funny and marshall is very smart so it was funny the end i believe it (laughs) i believe that we were podcast festival was such a puppo what a good festival yes yeah oh lots of hard work oh it was so good so many great volunteers so many amazing local podcasters really good turnout at stuff the vancouver public library is a puppo public libraries are the biggest puppo mm-hmm. yeah fucking love public libraries you can they're amazing you can steal yeah. books and then bring them back yeah i know it's not even stealing <laughs> they're like how about we create a fundamentally socialist structure in which stealing is part of the relationship 
and you're just it's like a fun game. you're like tell me more tell me i mean i just got so <laughs> interested yeah you're on board quite interested right really, now just really i'm just really just thick with interest <laughs> engorged with interest yeah the end bye <laughs> Um, no, if people mm-hmm. want to listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. if they want to follow you on Twitter, yeah, how do they do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So on Twitter, I'm HKP McGregor. It was an academic Twitter account originally. Apologies for how fun that handle is. And my podcast is Secret Feminist Agenda, and you can find it at secretfeministagenda.com or on all of the places that podcasts live. It's called Secret Feminist Agenda. So that's where you find it. It's yeah, easy to find. Really great if you like feminism. And if you don't like feminism, you're dumb and bad. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop being so bad. Stop it. Become a feminist already. Yeah. Alicia, what do you got coming up? Um, come draw with me is almost sold out for December the December first show. Um, if you want to come to come draw with me, there will be more shows in the new year. They will be late night shows, uh, for my cooler friends. Oh my god, how late is late night? No, oh, they start at like ten thirty. What? <laughs> You're so cool. No, it's going to be tough, but it's only the show's only an hour and a half or two hours, so it's fine. That's true. Um, if you want to listen to my other podcast, Super Sick Podcast with Kevin Lee, uh, we just released an episode with uh, one of our favorite guests from, or just one of our favorite people, Aaron Reed. And um, if you want to donate to our Patreon account, please do. Uh, it means a lot to us, and it helps us buy drinks and taxi cabs and pay Jay. Um, yeah, and follow us on facebook if you are still part of facebook and haven't jumped ship we can't at this point (laughs) we would love to we're married Mm. to it married to to facebook you hate when you've committed to a toxic platform (sighs) i just hate that i've committed to promoting my various endeavors through something that i hate that's how i feel about twitter too it's like well i'll stop in a year that's me and twitter like bob i've committed to twitter so hard for promoting all of my work and it's like (laughs) but it's so bad here it's all bad it's all you can't win we some people kind of saw it coming i wasn't one of them i really enjoyed twitter and me too yeah that's why i committed to it i'm gonna take it off my phone this week it's my plan i took it off my phone but my internet browser still lets me see it yeah Mm. that's okay it's bad no, like it's bad. it just Everybody, means like I don't want to look at it anymore. I don't want to hear about Donald Trump. Just go in to that Instagram. Context. Follow me on Instagram. Instagram instead. is fucking evil, though. Pictures almost entirely of uh, me wearing lipstick and my cats. Okay, that's fine then. I like Done. that. Done. Uh, if you want to get tickets to Alicia's show and it's sold out, consider going to the <gasps> yes. Mint Records uh, Christmas so party and uh, award show. <gasps> it's on December first, also. Uh, Energy Slime will be playing. We'll have a brand new band member, which I'm very excited about, my friend Christina. And we had one practice so far, and she's really great. What does she play? What does she do? She is playing keyboards as well as me. So seven keyboard band. Yeah. It's going to be quite synth heavy. Yeah, we are Borg. Sounds hot. (laughs) Um, And uh, I think the first 50 people who show up get like a tote bag full of goodies. And I think I might be making something for that. I so, want a free tote bag just because I couldn't do the show and still wanted to. You, I'm sure you can get one. <laughs> I can make that happen. Um, yeah. I mean, you know people. I'm just, you know, no. all sorts of hurt feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I Always so ready to be hurt. It's my favorite show of the year. And it's also oh. like, I hate Christmas. And so I like that uh, Randy from Mint has like created this event that uh, is sort of like, I guess, like we call it Christmas just because it happens in the winter but it's like uh something positive that i look forward to and it's always our last show of the year uh so it's like a nice end to the year and you get to see all your friends and all your friends bands play and they're great so come to that it's at the astoria as it is every year um and yeah give us a five-star rating on itunes yeah yeah the bare that. minimum Thank you so much. <laughs> it's the least you could do, honestly. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank Great you. podcast. Thanks for ah. joining us. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. It's, 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 really, it's really nice to meet both of you Thank as well. you uh, for being a famous thief. <laughs> <laughs> 
just I just want to be I'm going to check your bag when you leave. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be I saw you looking at those books. It's going to be full of your stuff. You actually so. did show us what was in your bag before we started. The oh, yeah, that was interesting. It's like I did that was actually just Oh, she was playing us. The force of, of habit. Was it a force of habit or was it Maybe. a long con? Maybe. Long con. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm-hmm. honestly yeah. take whatever you want. I have way too much stuff for Great. careful. Great. There's one thing that, that I really want. Shadow, please. See, no, that's not going to be a thing. Yeah. Well, it's used. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, We love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.